Welcome to R&R, Relationships in Real Estate. I'm your host, Chris Silva, and with me is my beautiful wife, Corey Silva. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on R&R. Chris and I are the owners of Silver Realty, Silva Lending, and Silva Property Management. And we've been in the real estate and mortgage industry since the early 2000s. We're super excited to have you all here with us today. Thank you so much for always showing your support showing up, engaging, and having fun with us here on R&R. Well, everyone, we did it. We made it to the final week of August. This month has been one giant roller coaster. Woo! Ah! Pretty that's much. real estate. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much the life of a realtor. Yes, up and down. Sometimes there's even some loop-de-loops in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having so much fun. I feel like we're at the amusement park. Well, the summer break officially ended for kids, right? Kids went back to school. You know, we get to focus more. Like, I mean, we've been focusing on real estate and our business, but now it's like I get to actually hone in on it instead of trying to find activities for these kids. You have more time. Yes, I have a little bit more time to get to the bottom of this desk that I have that's inundated with documents. We also bought a house, which that's been super exciting. Uh, huge project we have working on <laughs> in Oxnard. That's like a roller coaster too because it's hurry up to wait. Like I feel like we're waiting in line to get on the next roller coaster. <laughs> we actually have some outstanding items. So uh, yes. designers waiting on us. I know. So there's so much that goes into it, but we're super excited and grateful for it. Love the challenge. The reward is going to be amazing. And yeah, just summer's been hot and crazy. It's like we're at an amusement park, I'm telling you. Yeah, it, it's, I'm not going to say it's up and down because it's never been down. Right. Maybe, uh, you know, it's just been hectic, mm-hmm. nonstop hectic. Right, right. No complaints though. Like it's great. We're super, super busy. You feel like you're on Incredicoaster then, right? Because there's not really any down drops there. Just yeah, like if, it slows, if it slows down, it's for like a hot second right before you accelerate again, yeah. right? So Accelerate yes. and go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tanya's here with us. Hi, Tanya. She said, hi, guys. Thank you for joining us and showing your support. And big shout out to Tanya because Tanya's been working on her fitness and uh, her diet. She's and like she pounds. is just rocking it. So good job, Tanya. Super proud of you. You keep it up, girl. I know you feel great too. That's the most important, right? I think it's so important now. And I, I, I don't remember in my life another time like this where most people that we know are focused on their physical and mental health. Right. Which I love. Me too, because it's motivating. Yeah. You're not going to get sidetracked. Like, oh, you want to go have a drink or you want to go have some wine? My friends are like, hey, are you going to be at the gym at five tomorrow? I'm like, uh, yeah, hadn't planned on it, but I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you hit your goal yet? I'm like, oh, I got to get to the gym. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a little different. And I love it. I love Me it. Me too. I love it too. Well, Tanya said, oh, thank you. Yes, I feel good. As you should, girl. You're working it. <laughs> it's definitely not easy as you get older, right? But I start thinking about, wow, my body's getting older. I need to be around for these kids. I need to take better care of myself. Right. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty broken. It's so funny because we were talking about health and diet's pretty good. I've been more consistent working out, even though this week hasn't went as planned. And I'm we were talking about it in Santino's like, what are you talking about, dad? You're not healthy. Your back's messed up. Your knee's messed up. <laughs> You're, you got gout on your toe. Like, 
He just dang, went in on me. Yeah, he just broke like, you down. Dang, this kid just killed all my confidence, and he's eight years old. Gee, I wonder who his father is, <laughs> where he gets that from. <laughs> and it was like, as a matter of fact, he wasn't even trying to clown. He was just like, uh, you're not healthy. What do you call that healthy? And you're like, Damn. it's like in my mirror. Because that's exactly something you would say to somebody, right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> it's definitely your son. Well, uh, Tanya said it is so hard to stay healthy, right? There's so many distractions. It's temptations, so important. It's right? so important, though. Yes, absolutely. Well, if you happen to miss last week's show, it was a super fun show. We had Professor Lekka and Professor Art of Checkmat Valencia on the show, and it was so much fun being able to talk with them and the business that they've built, the family environment that they have over at Checkmat, and just to hear Professor Lekka's story. She's just amazing. She's the greatest of all time. There's a lot of little nuggets that we took away from it, right? And Chris really, really like something re that resonated with you was when she said that jujitsu is not a martial art. It's a way of life, right? It's like a life skill. She and said it's, so, a, it's a life skill. It's like breathing. Yes. It's like, she said it's like swimming. It's like learning how to swim. Yes. Right? And um, I love that. I just never broke it down that way. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it that way. And it's great because, you know, I learned how to swim at an old age, jujitsu that is, right? I'm still learning. I mean, I got a lot to learn. Just keep swimming. But the fact that the kids are, have started it so young, yes, it just makes me feel so good that we've given them that tool, right? Absolutely. That life skill. Yes. It's just automatic for them that they're going to be going at least twice a week. Santino's been training four to five times a week recently because he was preparing for his tournament. But um, it's just part of life for them. So I love that. I love it's it amazing. Too. So um, if you happen to miss the show last week, you can catch full episode here on Facebook or YouTube. And you can also download and listen whenever you want on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. So catch it if you missed her and him. It's amazing. You will love it. And I even love that she reached out to me afterwards and said a lot of people caught it from uh, Checkmat. And they were excited to hear her story. A lot of people told me how inspiring she is. And she is, absolutely. There's so, I would love to have her back on again. There's so much more to her story. Yes. And it, it was only an hour that we had her. It flew by so quick. Flew by so quick. So you heard the accolades, but maybe the next time she's here, if she's up for it, maybe she'll talk about her her beginnings of how she grew up. Yes. Um, Because her stories, I'm not going to tell it because it's not my story to tell. Right. But- it's just amazing all the stuff she's she overcame in life to get to where she is today. Yes, very inspirational. Well, before we jump into the show, we need to continue to discuss the wildfires in Maui to keep this fresh in people's minds because it has not gone away. There continues to be wildfires happening in Maui. And during the last one, they finally used the sirens to warn people to evacuate. Um, it's crazy. So there's still fires there. They've been ongoing. There was the fire kept going. It took a while for them to extinguish it, but there's multiple fires there. They're experiencing extreme drought and high winds, which there's always high winds there. Um, it's just really sad. It's it's very sad. I just, it's really. I guess it's hard to understand. And I'm not a scientist. I don't understand how it works. But it's a it's an island. It's around you know piece of land sur surrounded by a body of water. I just don't understand how, how 
the state has dropped the ball, how you can't figure out how to keep everything wet. Right. Right. Or how you just don't have scoopers, right? You know your dry area. Keep the dry or brush you see, down. Like, let's be prepared instead of reactive. Let's be proactive and get those scoopers there because you've already experienced this horrible tragedy. Like they're continuing to, it's been 21 days. They couldn't got some type of heavy machinery there to help prevent these fires or cut back the brush that's overgrown. That's right. dry because not all areas are dry there. There are certain parts of the island that experience a little bit more rainfall than others, but it's just mind boggling to me. And so we were just talking about how they finally use the sirens to warn people to evacuate on one of the last fires that started up. And we were talking about like how, how is it this mind boggling that they don't have some other type of safety measures to help protect the people there. Right. You know what I mean? It They have so much wealth that goes to visit this island. Where is all that money going to help manage it and make it a great place for people who live there to enjoy their paradise? It makes no sense to me. I mean, we're talking about basic stuff, right? Having water and fire hydrants. Yes. You're surrounded by the ocean, having scoopers. To, to come put to, the water. To the put the fires out, out when you yeah. have... Uh, you know, infinite amount of water in the ocean. Um, that's mind-boggling to me. Like, how how can you not have a scooper in every little town like Lahaina, Kanapali, Napili, uh, Wailea, you know, all, all the little towns, right? Mm -hmm. They should all have a scooper. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me. And yes, maybe they didn't need it in the past, but they see the landscape and how the drought there has affected them. Like, why are, why is our government not preparing for this? And the, I was getting into that. We I read this report about the electric company there because they're facing huge scrutiny from um, the local government. They're actually announced that they're going to be suing the electric company because they have old, outdated electric posts, and that's right. what supposedly sparked this the huge fire there three weeks ago. Um, but they were saying that that electric company charges four to five times the amount the national average for electricity wow why do they have these old outdated wooden poles that can just fall over if it's in an area that has high winds all the time from the trade right. winds it just it just doesn't make sense a lot of things aren't adding up and i just really feel for the people there um you know i wouldn't feel comfortable going there knowing all the devastation that happened i want I don't want to go to a place to go vacation when people are suffering, you know? They need time to heal. I'm sure they don't want people to come and take their resources. But on the other hand, I'm reading stories about how people are suffering because their main source of income, tourism, is suffering and they don't have people coming to the other side of the island to bring business. So it's really interesting because I, you know, we know some people who are still planning on going to visit just a different part of the island and I'm not going to lie. I judge. I'm like, I think that's really insensitive. I don't think you should do that. But then you also have two sides to every story. There's other people who are saying, please come. Like, we it, need people to visit here. And I don't know. It's just a very touchy subject. It's really tough. I mean, I've been, so we've been following like a, a bunch of different Maui um, IG accounts, right? Like Maui News and a few different ones. And I've been reading, a, because I'm reading all this stuff 
all these stories about Maui, that's what's coming into my feed, right? Right. So, you know, I've read stories from local business owners that are saying, hey, we still need your business. Right. You know, yes, the western part of the island is is off limits right now, but go visit Wailea. Mm -hmm. Go visit... Um, you know, Kiehei uh, and Hana. and Well, nobody goes to Hana. I mean, people go there to experience You camp it. there. There's not really much places right. to stay, right? Um, but it's, it's so tough. You know, I think you just got to... That's a personal choice of, of whether, whether or not you want to go. Because it's easy to say like, hey, you shouldn't do it. But yeah, on the flip side of that, what if now people are losing their jobs on top of they already lost their home? Right. From my point of view, and it's just my point of view, I, I feel I would feel too guilty to go there. And the chances are because it's a small island. It's not as big as people think. Right. Yeah. The ch chances are that somebody that's working for you, whether it be a bartender, um, you know, maintenance, you know, one of the housekeepers, one of the people at the front desk, concierge. Chances are one of those people are homeless. Yes. Right. But they still got to go to work and then, and then take care of you. That's vacationing. Right. Um, I don't think that's going to change a lot next year. I think there's still going to be a lot of people. They're saying two years before they could start building on that, on that land again in Lahaina. Wow. So, and then I'm reading a bunch of other stories that, you know, and we were talking about this. People are probably going to sell residents not because they want, they're trying to grab the money. They don't, nobody wants to leave paradise, no. right? But they're talking about going to the ninth island. And why would you do that? And, and pe for people that don't know what, what the ninth island is, is it's, it's Las Vegas. Right. Right. There are a lot of Hawaiians that live in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, where are you going to go if, you, if you're forced out of paradise? You're going to go somewhere cheap, mm -hmm. somewhere you know people, so you have family there. Right. Right. And then that uh, maybe a profession that you know, and if you've been in hospitality most of your life, what it's, better place? It's a parallel. You yeah. go in there, you have years of experience in hospitality. You could probably get a job really easy. Maybe you have family members that already have jobs, you know, uh, that can get you in. So we're gonna see that, and I feel really bad because um, to make things worse, when the market does dip, because eventually there's gonna be a correction, right? Do you know what city in all of the United States had the biggest drop in value um, when the market crashed in 2008? Vegas. Las Vegas. Yep. And, you know, most people forget because, you know, if you're moving there, you're not thinking about what happened in 2008. It's 2023. Yeah. Things right? change. Things change. But that's going to happen all over again. It's a desert. There's just so many places to be. They just keep building and building and building. And once, you know, tourism dries up there, people don't have money to go gamble mm -hmm. in vacation, that people are going to be losing their homes left and right there. And there's going to be another huge, I think, I think Vegas will have a crash. Uh. See, LA is different because people want to come to LA and you have wealth moving here all the time from all over the world. Yeah. Right. But um, Vegas, I feel like it's going to be a huge, huge dip there in the next few years. Um, I just feel so bad for the, for the Hawaiians. Yeah, it's feels terrible. so bad for him. It's such a touchy subject. I don't know what what's right and what's wrong. I don't know if it makes more sense to go. Yeah, you should go visit Wailea, and you need to help fuel that economy, right? I feel like if I'm gonna go visit there, it, I better be bringing a helping hand. I'm not trying to go there to vacation. Like it just seems not right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like if we went, we'd we'd be 
working over there. Yes. You know, um, it's tough to do with the kids and all that. And, and, and also you don't know how do the locals want mainlanders there? Cause they didn't even really want mainlanders there before these, uh, fires. Right. right. Um, the, general in general mainlanders you know because they they consider most mainlanders to be disrespectful of the island you know they litter they don't they put the wrong you know lotion on sunblock on to get to you know to get into the to the killing the reefs like there's a lot that goes there's into a it lot, yes um we love it there and we've been going for so long that we've educated ourselves on the island and we, we try to be as respectful as we can when we go absolutely oh my goodness well Moving on to another subject, how has everyone been handling this heat wave? This heat wave is out of control. It was like 108 yesterday. I was reading. So we got <laughs> the, the last two days, it's been over 100. Today, it's going to be over 100 again. Yeah, I was reading the app for the car, right? And it tells you how hot it is on the inside. Mm -hmm. It was like 128 degrees on the inside of the car. Oh, my gosh. People, don't leave your animals in the car. Oof. Yeah. These poor animals are people leaving their kids too. Well, this heat wave has been making people go nuts in Santa Clarita. I don't know about you, <laughs> but yesterday I had someone tell me, did you see that guy? And I'm like, what guy? It was so hot that this man decided to jump in the fountain at the Valencia Toyota dealership and take a bird bath, butt booty naked. Butt booty naked, huh? <laughs> You know, what's so funny is uh, What's Up SCV is really good about getting this footage. I think everybody just sends all their footage no, to them. Anything that happens in Santa Clarita, just send, automatically, you're going to send it there. People send it there, right? Yes. So they're getting footage all day. I, it's so funny. Uh, they have pictures of this guy, and he was chilling in the water. Like how you would chill in a jacuzzi, right? With your arms back, and you're just kind of relaxed. I mean, he was like propped up on this rock. Like yeah. there was a jet in the back of it or something. Just <laughs> maybe chilling. There was, maybe there was a jet back there. I, don't I know. mean, I don't know. He That water must have been really refreshing because he looked like he was having the best time of his life. I don't know. He Man. was on something. <laughs> or Or it was just that hot. I don't know. <laughs> if it's that hot, show. like you're going to keep your clothes on. Why are you getting naked? I think he thought he was in his house. That he got in his own bathtub and, you know, there, there's bright lights there at night. This is at nighttime. He probably thought he had some new LEDs in the bathroom. He was like, wow, yeah, this I bath feels nice. It's refreshing. But you know what? <laughs> so you never heard of things like this like 20 years ago, right? Right. But you know what's going to happen? I bet you the guy's out right now. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't in jail. He wasn't in jail for more than a few hours. He was taking his time getting his clothes back on. Like, oh, hold on, cop. Let me just put my my clothes on. They're like, all right, take your time, sir. You got nice and clean. Let's go get your your cell. He probably got a citation. He got a meal. He got a voucher to go stay at a hotel somewhere. And he's out right now. He's just thinking about where what what's the next bird bath he's gonna take. Where are you gonna take it? <laughs> That's ridiculous. There's no consequences for anything anymore. Oh my gosh, people just acting like fools. Well, <laughs> Evelyn is here with us. She says, hi from Angel and I. Hi, Lulu. Hi, Angel. All the way in Texas. I know. How are you all doing over there? We're about to talk about this hurricane. I don't know if it's going to affect Texas in any way, but it is affecting Florida. Hurricane Adalia made landfall this morning as a Category 3 hurricane. Now, what's the highest category? Is it four? I don't know. I think... I'm I think sure. I've seen six or seven. We're not we're not a hurricane state, so. Well, last week we had warnings of a hurricane and school got canceled over it. I mean. So here's what doesn't make sense to me, right? 
you cancel school for a hurricane that doesn't come. It hardly even rained that Monday. I mean, it rained, babe. There were places that got flooded. Like, Palm Springs got flooded. Yeah, but Palm Springs isn't in Santa Clarita. We're talking, <laughs> about, we're talking about kids missing school here, right? Well, yeah, because they didn't know what was going to happen. I they get were that. being better be safe than sorry. I get that, but is that what's worse, some rain mm-hmm. or 108 degree weather? That's true. Like, do they cancel school because it's 100 degrees outside? I, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's, no, for me, they, it's weird that they canceled school that day. They modify it. They have indoor recess or a walking recess if it's too hot. And the hurricane, they didn't know it was just going to just be rain. They thought it was going to be like crazy winds that were 60 to 80 miles per hour. How are these kids going to be getting in and out of the school? How are the parents going to drive to drop them off at school? Because they can't drive no, on a normal day, let alone with a hurricane. Well, forget it. Oh, man. So... <laughs> So I know we're talking about this tropical storm, right? But can we just talk about school drop-off for a little bit? Can we go off on a tangent for a little bit? We can, but just so you know, the hurricane warning for us, it actually de-escalated. It turned into a tropical storm. There was severe flooding, and they can't have all those cars and buses on the road if there's flooding because your kids are just going to float away in that bus. Well, not our kids, but in a car they might. Where do we have flooding like that in Santa Cruz? They- in San Canyon, part of the road broke away. Okay. You didn't see that? There's six school districts out here. <laughs> Couldn't they just close down that one school district? No, because all Sulphur these- Springs and that's no, it? No, they, they would have closed that district and all the other parents would have been like, how can they get it off? <laughs> and then all the administrators were like, I think we need a free day. Yeah, it's Monday. Let's make it a three-day weekend. I bet you they still had to go to school and go to work. We should ask. I don't think they did. I'm not sure. No, I think they canceled it. So Chris is uh, on this topic about schools, right? And drop off. Since okay. we're on the on the, on since the we're topic. On the, on the topic. So things have changed, right? So all all up until this year, now that Nola's in first grade, Corey drops off the kids, which was Santino and Nola, maybe ninety percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time, right? right? I would sprinkle in when I get when I got a chance. And the reason for that was Nola was late start. So I would stay home with Nola. You would take Santino, right? But like right before the bell rang. Right. He didn't want to He didn't want to be at school really any earlier than he had to be. This boy would take his sweet time every morning and make me go crazy. He would be like, what time do we need to leave? What time does school start? And I would tell him, he's like, oh, we got time. I'm like, no, you need to get your butt in the car. Because if we leave five minutes later, I'm going to have to deal with all the crazy parents who don't know how to abide by any of the traffic rules, we're possibly going to get hit by a car, and I probably won't get a parking spot, and we're going to have to walk like three blocks just to get you to school. <laughs> so let's get out of the – and then we'd get to school, and I'd be like, all right, you ready to go? Nah, let's just sit in the car and wait till it's time. And he would just stroll in when it was time to go to school. And, and he loves to mess with you because you, you would tell him to hurry up, and then he does this thing where he starts walking in slow motion. Yeah. he would So just, he acts like he's just going really slow. Oh, my oh, gosh, boy. that kid. That well, now my, things are so sure. different. They wake up so much earlier, probably about 45 minutes to an hour earlier. We get to school with a half hour to spare because they want to go play with their friends on the playground. And thank goodness Nola now goes at the same time as Santino. So it's one drop off. We get there. They're so excited. They like jog off because they're not allowed to run. Right, they walk really fast. They walk really fast to get to drop off their stuff and head straight to the playground and have fun with their so, friends. And, and it's for any parents, this is like a really good tip because I think it's so important that kids get outside and play. Right. They can't just be in that classroom all day. They oh need to be outside gosh. and play. Yes. When they come home, it's so hot. 
they're going to be indoors. Get to, drop them off at school early. They're forced to play with their friends. Mm -hmm. So they're out there playing for half an hour. It's like they have an extra recess. Yes. Because right when it's too hot, they have a walking recess or they stay in the classroom and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, it's too much TV for them. Like they, yeah. they need to get out and get some air. So drop off your kids early is a good tip if you can. Mm -hmm. But so, so it's changing now. So now every single day, all four of us go to drop off, right? Mm -hmm. And we get there early. Most of the time, it's before they even open the gate to the school. So the kids are like, we're waiting for the gate to open. Uh, we do the, the group hug, family group hug every time. Um, I love it. With an extra individual hug from each kid. For each kid, each, a little kiss here and there. But here's what's changed too is that parking lot is so crazy that we just bring our coffee. And then Corey and I are now the creeper parents. <laughs> and from the parking lot, we watch the kids play on the playground. I mean, it's far. It's like over a football field away. Yes. 100 yards away. But we just chill. We watch them. We're drinking our coffee, judging all the parents driving by. <laughs> and and here's what here's what I mean by that. It's like we're, it's almost like we're seventy years old the way we act. Oh my! Right? Gosh. We're sipping our coffee. We're like, slow down. This guy. Jeez, oh, slow down, lady. They're driving through the parking lot. Some lady jumped the curb the other day. Some lady jumped the curb the other day. And like, then, where are you trying to go? There's at least twelve cars in front of you. There's some things where I'm just judging people. Let me just tell you. If I, you'll know if I if I think you're. Not very intelligent, right? And, and, and the, the way I look at you. Here's some pet peeves of mine that I've picked up in the morning that I catch parents doing, Okay. Right? All right. Let's hear it. Nine times out of 10, it's, I hate to say it, but it's the dads. <laughs> it's not the moms. So there's, you know, there's one way to get into the school. Right. And then there's the lanes to, to drive the kids. And then you come out, right? On the opposite on end. On the opposite end. One way in, one way out. One, in, one way in, one way out. There's no sidewalks on the way out, going down. But parents decide to walk down that way right. with their kids. Okay, let's pretend you're, you're late. You're trying to get there in time. I get it, right? But here's the big but. Here's what drives me insane. <laughs> Hold your kid's hand, number one. Right? Right. You have to. I'm sorry. I don't care if they're sixth grade. Hold their hand. But we're not no, talking about these, sixth graders. We're talking about like first kids, graders, second graders. The sixth graders. graders are getting to school on their own. They're getting dropped off right. in valet. The Riding parents the bikes, were walking whatever. them. They're probably like in TK up until They're second small. grade. They're, They're small. small. And there's this one dad. He does this every day. He's walking down. There's cars flying, you guys, flying by, right? He's walking down. One kid has to be in TK. The other kid has to be in first or second grade. He doesn't hold their hand. And they're walking behind him. So what? he doesn't even see what they're doing. He doesn't know what him. they're doing. Look, <laughs> as a man, as a man, I don't care if this sounds sexist or not. You are supposed to be walking on the side of traffic. Your wife, your girlfriend, your kids walk on the inside between you and the and the building, protecting them from traffic. Right. It's just like a common thing. Like, do you not know this? <laughs> That's so uncommon. I a judge, lot of people have not been taught that. <laughs> I judge every man that doesn't do this. Like, I look at them like they're less of a man. I swear <laughs> I do. It's just, it's, it's common sense. And I've taught Nola this too. I'm like, you got boys that walk with you and they don't, you don't talk to those boys no more. Yeah, that's not your friend. That's not your friend. <laughs> they, their parents don't know any better. You don't need to, don't waste no time on those kids. Don't waste time with that heathen. <laughs> and we're teaching Santino this stuff too, you know? Right. Like, that's so important. Like, how, uh, such a pet peeve of mine. Chris gets hot. He was like, oh my gosh, here comes his dad again. Talking about this on the show. <laughs> He's all mad. Yeah, we call him dad dads. Yeah, what's a dad dad? A dumbass dad. <laughs> 
<laughs> just <laughs> we got all these acronyms for for everything, right? Yes. Um, I just ah, uh, just it just uh, anyhow, pet peeve of mine. Big Chris, one. That's fun. So at our school right now, and just last topic on this, you know, there's staff spots, right? And there's spots for parent visitors. And apparently the the school's gotten really upset. They took away all kinds of visitor spots. They're like, sorry, parents, you got to walk three blocks to get your at kids At least to 10 school. of them. At least 10 yes. of them. Yes. So we, that's another reason we got to get there early. Otherwise, we ain't going to have nowhere to park. You know what? I'm sorry to say this, but Pico, I don't know if it's coming from from all the way up from, from the principal, administrators, I don't know who it's coming from. You got to get your priorities right. I'm going to be at this next meeting. I think tomorrow is the PTA. Yes. I'm going to be at that meeting talking all kinds of mess. Here's a here's another thing. What's so funny is he's going to be at the PTA room parent meeting. It's not just the PTA meeting with the district and stuff. You're going to be all huffing and puffing, and we're just trying to put some activities oh, together room for the I'm not going to that. <laughs> I'm not, I'll, go to, I'll go to the one that where, where it's the district. Because, look, you're worried about parking for teachers, right? right? I get it. I get it. There has to be more parking for them. But they were out there enforcing it, right? Like, Oh, you can't park here. Can't park here, right? And there's hardly any spots for parents to drop off their kids, right? Right. They're already frustrated. They're already late. So I, <laughs> that's one thing. But how many times have I complained when you're exiting the school and you're trying to make a left turn or a right turn? There's always some jackass that's parked in the red zone with and a big truck see. or a car. You can't see. It creates a blind spot. You can't see oncoming traffic. So you have to poke out and almost get nailed because we almost got hit so many times. Right. And I've made so many complaints about that, but they don't enforce that. There's Until sim- somebody gets killed or like hurt really bad, then it, and then they school the, sue the school, then it's going to be a big deal. Well, there's a simple solution. Just get out some orange cones, put it right there. They can't move the cones. Somebody I mean, will run can, them over. They'll run them over. And then my other solution was to put up a camera and just take pictures of their license plate, give them a ticket. They'll <sighs> stop doing it if there's tickets. I would tickets. love that. But you know, they, they do have those, um, they're not cones, but... They're like concrete sticks in the ground mm-hmm. that you put in front of red zones. Right. They have them. They have them at um when you're going up Balboa before you hit San Fernando Road. Right. They have them all on the side because people used to pass on the side. Right. They need to put that right in front of the school. <clears throat> it would prevent people from. It's going to save somebody's. Hopefully not their life. Hopefully nobody gets that hurt. But right. there's going to be an accident. It's just a matter of time. Whether it's us or somebody else, somebody's going to get an accident there. Craziness. Okay, so let's just move on from this school talk because then we'll be sitting here talking all day. <laughs> our little pet peeves. Yeah, if, if anybody else has these school pet peeves well, at your drop offs, yes, yeah, share post them. With them. Us. Share, share some stories. I want to hear their stories because even though they're terrible, they're kind of fun. We always have fun venting about it. Uh, well, catching up with the Silvas, we had the opportunity to go to the beach the other day and escape the heat after school. And it was so nice just to get out there and hear the ocean waves. And enjoy the cooler weather. And the kids are on this boogie board trip now. And Nola wants to be just like her brother. And he's all going out there catching waves. But she's terrified. Oh, that wave's too big. It's too big, Mom. And she didn't want to do it. She was so scared. And by the end of the day, she was riding him. Right. I was so proud of her. Because she just has these little milestones she keeps overcoming. Like she gets scared, but she still wants to do it. And then as we're getting ready to leave the beach, she said, Mom, can we come back tomorrow? And then Chris was like, no, baby, we have um, Santino's comp. No, you, you had to work that day. I had to work. He's like, oh, Mom, no, sorry, baby, I got to work. Mom, can you bring us without dad? She Dang. said without dad. <laughs> usually usually she wants dad included, but she did not care. Usually she's like, no, I don't want to go if daddy can't go. She's like, can you just bring us without him? 
<laughs> yeah, she did not care. We got little, our babies love the beach, right? Yes, they love it. And um, just for anybody out here in Santa Clarita, don't be afraid to go to the beach, okay? Because, <laughs> no, because I think most people are, are tra- they come, they're transplants, right? They come from like San Fernando Valley, from LA, from Glendale, right? They come from out of area. And they're like, oh, it's way too far to go to Santa Monica or Zuma or Malibu, wherever they go, right? Wherever they're used to. Um, we got plenty of beaches in Ventura County. Yes, it's only an hour away. And I know a lot of, of my friends that I've asked, hey, do you want to join us at the beach? They're like, ah, oh, with the kids, I got to pack them all up. And gosh, it's a lot of work. And I'm just like, let's take simple stuff. It doesn't have to be a big ordeal. And if you're hungry, we'll just go right down to the store, get something. If you forget something that's right there, don't worry. Just come, relax, chill. It doesn't have to be a big production. It's so easy. We've gotten really good at it. So we got those Tommy Bahama chairs from from, uh, Costco that everybody gets, right? Mm -hmm. We used to to bring more chairs for the kids. The kids don't sit in chairs. No, they're playing the whole time. They're playing the whole time. So we bring two chairs. We bring an ice cooler, but instead of dad having to, you know, drag it through the sand. Just put it in the little pockets in the back of the chairs. Right. We leave it in the car in the ice cooler. But then we just unload, put it in the, in the pockets of the back of the chairs. So now we're just, we're making one trip. You're, help, you're helping me with the stuff. Right. Instead of me pulling everything through the sand. It makes it so easy. Chris used to be a donkey pulling all that stuff. Oh, my stuff. God. <laughs> Was I ever. Oh, so my goodness. It just makes it so easy, and it's, it's a quick trip. Like you said, it's an hour, and it's an hour through the 126. I love that drive. It's a soothing drive. Yes. Are there any other beaches that people absolutely love to go to? I always want to hear about it. I'd love to check new places out. I know Chris is a creature of habit, so he likes to just go with what he knows. But let us know. Drop it in the comments because I would love to go visit some new beaches. Um, I hear Carpinteria is really nice. Yeah, it's beautiful there. I always see all the campers lined up on the side because everyone likes to camp at Carpinteria. Yeah. Like you said, I'm a creature of habit. I don't know that I want to try something else. Now, if somebody took some, like, really nice pictures and videos someplace and, like, you got to try this – and they gave me the like logistics of everything. Oh, it's like a five minute walk from where you park. There's always parking. Then I'd be I'd be good. Like where we go now, it's so easy. Yes. There's always parking. It's less than a five minute walk. There's a public bathroom in case you gotta go. Number two, because number one, you just go in the ocean. Damn. Everybody does. <laughs> um, and then there's food nearby, right? And yes. it's an hour from our house. Like check, Simple. check, 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 check. Easy. Let's easy. go. Easy. I we want to go right now. Well, um, while we're out in Oxnard, we went over to check out on the project. And one of the main things we had to get put in was security system, right? So for all of you out there who are interested in making sure that there's security in the place that you live, what places, what security system do you have? Because I know we have the ring at home and then the office. Um, But Chris is like, man, I heard this vivid. This Vivint is like amazing. I don't know. You got a few referrals about it. Because I have law enforcement friends that have it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would know. Right. right? That's they would their know. profession, you know. And they, then one of our clients uh, recently have it and they love it. Right. And mind you guys, like, I don't do any of that. Like, I'm not, I don't have the Ring app on my phone. Corey looks at all the notifications. I've never looked at it once. Right. Like, well, because he's the type of person where I'm like, okay, you need to download this app. So then you have access to it. Oh, okay. Okay. And that never does it. Right. (laughs) He's one of those. Do you have someone like that in your family too? And I'll show him stuff. Think he'll get excited. And he's like, I don't need it. Well, he told me we got to get this Vivint. And I was looking online. I'm like, gosh, they don't have the prices anywhere. This is weird. You got to call in. Right. 
How red, much was it? Red flag number one. So then you call in and they just reel you in like right away. And I'm like, are you sure you want to do this to Chris? He's like, yeah, just go. Got to protect our investment. Just sign up. Okay. I'm like, wow. I said it just like that, you guys. Just like that. And uh, turned out to be a lot of money for the equipment. Yeah, the installation's free, but you got to pay it off in five years. It's like $5,000. Early cancellation. I was like, good Lord, isn't the ring like 300 bucks? Like, why? This, This doesn't make sense. So then, I well, the just... ring, the ring, you only got the doorbell, right? So yes. we have like we have like four areas of entry that we got to protect that property because there's a lot of different ways you can get in. Right, right. So I wanted something with cameras, right? Like I wanted cameras around the house. Yeah, but this Vivint doesn't like send out a security guard. Like for that price, like do I have someone standing at the door, like, <laughs> or do I have like a patrol car driving up and down, right? like? Are, I don't know, like, what service is this really getting me when I could get the same thing from Costco and get, like, a ring system or an Arlo? So Chris and I started talking about it. I was like, it's time for me to cancel that. They didn't install. And, and that we was the big thing. We had three days to cancel. Well, here's the, the other thing is the guy on the phone, they get you. They're like, when do you want to have your installation? We're like, right away. He's like, okay, give me three days in case we can't get out on your first choice. We're like, cool. So we give him three days. They were going to get out there for two more weeks. I was like, oh, no. No, we got to go. Right. I already, I already pictured the dude that was at the Toyota <laughs> dealership swimming in the fountain. I pictured him swimming in the pool at the, at the house, you know, making himself at home. Like, right? we need to protect the house, right? Right. So then we were just like, nope, let's cancel it. Chris went and got an Arlo, and he loves it. Chris so- has fallen in <laughs> love with Arlo. He gets his app notifications. He's like, look, look what happened. I'm like. Dude, welcome to home security. Like, I've had this on the house for like at least seven years I'm, now. I'm crushing on Arlo for sure. <laughs> so, and it, it, so I was at Costco, right? And they have multiple security systems there that right. you can buy. Ring is one of them. Arlo's another one. Um, they had they had a third one there, and I was trying to figure out which one. And I was like, I I went with Arlo because you get four security cameras. Right. Right. There's no doorbell. They don't sell the doorbells there. Um, if anybody's looking for something, you got to get that system. And I'm going to tell you why. Like now I'm getting the, because now we're part of, you know, the Arlo family. Right. So now I'm getting the emails for like the Labor Day sales. That system that they sell at Costco for 200 bucks, it's on sale right now for like 30% off, 40% off on Arlo's website for like 500 bucks. Ooh, you came up. It's so cheap at Costco. I don't understand how they, they could sell it that cheap, right? Maybe and it's like an upgraded model or something. No, it's the same exact huh. one. So, and you get, you get four cameras. So wow. for us, like we got them on the sides of the house. We got it in the back of the house. Um, it's great. I love it. So anyhow, for 200 bucks. And then somebody like me, if you guys, let me just tell you, I am not good at like handyman stuff. At all. <laughs> at all. I'm not good at building furniture. He won't like hang anything up. I won't hang anything up. I'm not trying to program anything. Like I'm just not good at that stuff. My brain doesn't work that way. Now I do. I'm usually the one who does all that. You're usually the one that does it or we hire somebody. Right. I'm not the one that hung up the cameras, but I mean, all they did was put some nails in the wall. Like I want to do the next one for sure. But I went and I had to program them all. And it took like an hour to program. It was really easy, simple to program it all. If Chris can do it, anyone could do it. A monkey could do it. Because I'm right <laughs> there. I'm like on the same level as a monkey. <laughs> as far as like with technology, right? So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Go get that Arlo system if you're looking for it. 
to be that cheap 250 security system for your house. That's pretty dope. Oh my gosh, can't beat that. Well, it looks like uh, the reason why Costco can offer the lower price is because they pass on the wholesale prices to their customers because we pay a fee for the membership. Oh, wow. So that's why. But the fee is not that much. It pays for itself over time. They got to make money somewhere else because it's fees like, what, 100 bucks a year? If that? Um, Something like that. I don't know how I much know. it is. It's worth I love that place. Chris. So it, you got to experience Costco shopping with me yesterday. Chris's Costco experience is like in and out. He gets there. He's in and out in 20 minutes. I'm like, how do you do this? I thought for sure we were going to be late to pick up the kids. I, my challenge when I go to Costco is usually I have the kids with me. So they always want to look like in the toy section, in the book section. And it just takes forever. And thank goodness they've gotten past the point where they have to go potty when I'm halfway through the store because that was the biggest nightmare. It would take me two hours to go to Costco. You're crazy. Yes. You're crazy. All right. So look, I've taken the kids too. And instead of 20 minutes, maybe it takes me 30. So the trick is because they got the books and they have like the toys all in one section. It's towards the front of the store. You're like three aisles down and you hit that stuff. You don't hit that stuff first. You say, kids, are going to come back to that. You hit all your shopping. You do the big U mm-hmm. all the way around. Now you get down to flowers before I got to get flowers for mama. <laughs> I come, let the kids look at their stuff. Then we get flowers for mama. Then we get one more snack aisle. Boom, we're gone. 30 minutes tops. They all know I'm at Costco. <laughs> Everybody knows me there. Well, uh, Monica is here with us. She said, hello, friends. Hey, Monica. I'm glad you're here. I hope you're feeling better today. She's been a little bit under the weather. It's a big bugs going around. I know. Everybody's been getting sick. It's because of back to school. All these kids are spreading their germs around. Oof. It happens. It happens. Well, uh, this past weekend, Santino had his jujitsu competition over in Fullerton at Cal State Fullerton. And... um, he fought his heart out. I'm so proud of him all the time. All the time. Yes. Look, we, we didn't get the, the result that he wanted. Right. Right. As a parent, sure, you want your kid to win. Great. I, I, I just want him to be safe. Yes. Right. And then and to get something out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. If he would have got first place, amazing. I would have been, you know, overjoyed. Right. Um, man, he's got some monsters in his division. Oh my gosh, these, kids, these are, kids were beasts. These kids are nuts. But um, he held his own. So the match started out, he actually got the takedown, two points to none. Most of these fights end in two to zero. Yeah. You know, or submission. Um, kid was really good. He ended up sweeping Santino and then he mounted and then he arm barred. Yes. And it happened really fast. The fight was over like in a minute and a half and Santino hurt his arm. He hyperextended yes. it a little bit. Um, it's so nerve wracking for the parents. He wasn't nervous at all. He did great. All I, of the parents, we were all just like leaning on each other like, oh, oh this is so stressful. You're worried about your kid going out there, you know? You're worried about your kid's well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love was, you know, so he because he hurt his arm, he only fought the one the one match. Last right. time he fought three times. Mm-hmm. Um, we took him, uh, Professor Art passed him over the fence. I grabbed him, held him. Right. And as soon as he came on our side, of course, me and Corey are, are consoling him and hugging him. All his team at Checkmat, all the kids that were all the competitors, they came and talked about how great he did, so and they're like hugging him. He did a great him. job. They're hugging him. It was so sweet. I so love sweet. how it's like family, and they're all watching out for each other. And like even before his fight, we're cheering on all the other kids. This it's competition so fun, was a little bit different because you were you got to be really close to the fights. 
So the kids were feeding off of that energy. And even Santino was like, go get them here, do this. Like yelling out like what move they should do next or, you know, it was really exciting for him. I think he liked that environment of being able to cheer on his team. Right. And I think them coming over and like consoling him and hyping him up made the fact that he didn't finish the competition better because he wasn't crying as much as he did the last right. time. He was upset, but you know, he got words of encouragement from his teammates. He got words of encouragement, encouragement from us, of course, yes. but professor Leka and art and Serena coach yes. Serena, they all came over to talk to him individually. Mm -hmm. And I think it really changed his spirits because the first time he, he did a competition rough. was really rough. And you know, uh, we switched it up and, he did want to go. He didn't want to stay, yeah. which is fine. He's like, I just want to go home. He wanted to go home. I get it. You know, um, we were, we we're in Fullerton. So we went to California, uh, downtown Disney. Yeah. And we went to downtown Disney and I had told Chris ahead of time, like we should go take him to the Lego store because the kids love the Legos. And, um, anytime they're doing Legos, their brains are working, they're building, they feel accomplished when they're done with it. So much better than the screen time. Oh yes. And uh, just there's just a better vibe in the house, you know, when they're creating things. So I'm like, let's go. And at first Chris said, no, we got to get back. We got family dinner. But I think afterwards he was like, now we're already down here. Let's go. Let's go to downtown Disney. So we went to downtown Disney. It was so hot that day. It was so hot. It was like 98 degrees. We were dripping sweat just walking from the parking lot to get to downtown Disney. And then we went to one of Chris's favorite places to go get shakes and I think it's burgers. called Black Tap. Black Tap. We went to Black Tap. Santino was like, yes, can we get that ice cream shake, the Oreo cookie one? He was super excited about that and being able to go to the Lego store. So he's grateful. He said, thank you so much for bringing me to competition and to downtown Disney, mommy and daddy. So I'm not so gonna proud lie. of him. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I will not be upset if he doesn't want to compete anymore. I mean, it's I'm on the same page. <laughs> it's very stressful. Yes. You know, it's very stressful. Um, and then it's a lot of work. He's mm -hmm. training four or five days a week. Yes. He put a lot of um, effort, time, and heart into it. So it's different. When you go to these competitions, the kids that go there, they train to compete. And that's like their main goal. They're very, whereas at Checkmat, it's more about your training as a life skill, right? It's 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 a, a way different vibe. A, yes. I so. feel like it's, it's like Mr. Miyagi and um, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. It's right? exactly that. Because Very I, parallel. I feel like Professor Leica is like Mr. Miyagi. Like it's, they're teaching them life skills, yes. right? Um, and that's really what it's about. Right. So, you know, could you probably go and learn how to win competitions more by just focusing on armbar, armbar, armbar? Mm -hmm. Probably. You probably could, but like your kid's not going to learn anything. It's not going to be well-rounded. Right. You know? I just love the family environment that we have there. It's great. Super grateful for that. Now, now, uh, we do have some comments here. Uh, Tanya said he did amazing and that made me so emotional. So yeah, she was, she was feeling it too. when Santino, you know, had his results there, but, um, and then Monica made a comment. She said, yeah, kids, I blame it on them. She's talking about being sick. Being sick. Yes. So, um, switching things up a bit. Fantasy football is back. Chris had a draft the other day. It was the same day as the competition. It was in the evening. I know. He had his first draft, and then he has one coming up on Labor Day. Who has a draft on Labor Day is what I want to know. Come on. Look, so this league's got 12 folks in it. 
Mm-hmm. I think four of them on the East Coast. Uh-huh. It's really hard to just get a time to want it for all these people to agree on a time, right? So, and it'll be in Labor Day. I think it's at 10 or 12 or something. I don't know, one o'clock. I have no Yala idea. too much. I got to figure it out, but it was going to be, it's usually a live draft. I think they're trying to switch it over to, at least I could do it from home. There you go. I mean, what do the people on the East Coast do? Yeah, they do it from home. Okay, so then let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just want to have an excuse to get together. That's all. I mean, we, we only get together once a year. So who else does fantasy football? And do you guys have any rituals? Like you get together and you do your draft. You get a trophy at the end. Or is it just money? Cash dinero. They should have given me a trophy. So <laughs> these guys have been do in their league. Do they always do trophies or no? I don't think so. Oh. These guys have been in their league for like, I think that league's 15 years old. The the one that I have a draft coming up on Monday. Uh-huh. I've already won that that league twice. Wow. Both times I was a huge underdog because just the other team just had like all the best players. Mm-hmm. Both times I came up came out on top. I'm two for two in the championship game. Good job. Well, speaking of uh, these fantasy football games, Monica said my hubby does laugh out loud and he just does cash money. Well, speaking of cash money, you still haven't got paid for winning last year, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna. Mama, Mama wants her cut, huh? I mean, let's go. Where's the commissioner? How come you haven't gotten paid yet? Maybe you gotta shoot him a text. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna have a have to have a talk with. Uh, I'm not gonna call him out on on air, but he knows who he is. Better pay him. <laughs> Dang, Corey's gonna go break some bones. <laughs> pay this man his money. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of winning. And championships and getting, you know, trophies. I just got my first medal. I feel like I'm five years old again competing. I conquered my marathon month at Orange Theory. And guess what, everybody? I hit my goal today. I hit my goal today. You forgot today. your medal, though. I forgot my medal today. I was going to wear it for the show, but I did post about it earlier. So just go ahead and check out our IG. I conquered it. It was a half marathon for the month of August. And basically what happens is every time you go to Orange Theory, you have blocks of what you're working out on. There's running on the treadmill or power walking, which is what I do. Um, You do floor exercises and you do rowing. So you're only really getting like maybe 15 to 20 minutes on the treadmill. And over that whole month, you have to get in my case, was a half marathon, a half marathon mileage. So 13.1 miles. I was like, oh, I got this. But mind you, everybody, I only go eight times a month. So I would have had to been hitting like some really good mileage. And I didn't realize that till I was almost toward the end of the month. And I just power walk. Y'all, I had to add five classes and I had to start running. And I hate running. I was running. I was running. (laughs) I'm so proud of myself. I did it. You and now be. I'm running. I'm not a power walker anymore. It's a big deal. It's huge. I've never seen Corey run to anything. Maybe a sale. <laughs> yes. Disney. <laughs> I'll run to a ride to avoid a line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were that girl that probably called it, like, acted like your stomach hurt during PE in high no, school. No, I would never do that. In high school, you had to do that. But let me tell you, when I was in high school, you know how you have to pick a sport on what you're going to do? I did country line dancing. what's the least active thing i could do i worked up a sweat though that's so funny i had my fancy footwork in too did you have boots for that 
No, you just wore tennis shoes. You didn't wear boots. It was tennis, huh? Yeah, it was fun. Anyone I, who went to Canyon, who remembers that? The country line da- dancing. Mrs. Master's class. It oh, was so fun. She was funny. a tennis coach, but she did country line dancing on the side. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Monica said, yay, friend. I'm so happy for you and super proud of you. Thanks, Monica. I appreciate you. She's always rooting for me over there. And Tanya said, yay, Corey. That's so amazing. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you so much. And guess what? Chris is always on my case, always trying to call me out about this Peloton thing. Like, oh, did you get on your Peloton? Well, I got back on the Peloton, too. Thank you very much. Yeah, you displaced my ties. My (laughs) ties were hanging on the Peloton. You could have put them back. You only got on there once, right? Oh, I know you are not talking crap when I just added all these classes. Do you know how many times I worked out last week? Four times. I worked out four times last week. I think that's the and most. And my in class your life. was canceled on Monday. That's why I did the Peloton because of the hurricane warning or whatever. So you I go, am girl. damn proud of myself. And I've already worked out three times this week. That's a, a lot. It going from two. So yes, I got a lot of energy. But let me tell you, everybody. By the time 2 o'clock hits, I'm tired. I've I've worked out a whopping zero times this week. Oh, my gosh. I've not had the time to. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? Big shout out to Chris because he let me. Well, he didn't let me, but he normally works out on Tuesday mornings, and he didn't go to jujitsu yesterday, so I could go and help reach my goal for today. So thank you for that. I appreciate you. And you and your brother, Christian, your struggle to get the Peloton up the stairs into the office was not in vain because guess what? I'm hopping on that Peloton now. That's going to be one of my things each week. Once a week? Once a week. Let's go. Let's start. Let's make it happen. Yes. Thank you, Lulu. Lulu said, good job, Corey. Thank you. You too. She's been working it. I'm excited. I love life. Feels great. <laughs> well, I know what you don't love. What do I not love? So, talk about this health and dental insurance situation we got going on. How many of you are just fed up with health and dental insurance? This is ridiculous. It's all a scam. Do y'all <laughs> feel like it's a scam? Like I'm paying into this insurance, but then when I go to get the service, which is like just twice a year to have dental work done, not even work, just Normal hygiene, right? right? Oh, I'm sorry. We're no longer in network. They tell you after you have the service. Like, y'all couldn't tell me that ahead of time. You know which insurance companies you're working with. I've been coming to you for how many years? So that's my first gripe, right? Then our kids, they've been going to the same place too. And I'm like, I'm cool. I give them the insurance. Everything check out? Yeah, great. Perfect. Well, you know, Santino had to have some dental work done, and I made sure that we're all covered. We're good. Nola had to have some stuff done, too. She went for her annual checkup. Why do I get the explanation of benefits from the insurance company, and it says we are out of network for them also? Because they switched they switched at uh, no, locations. No, no, no. Right? Let me tell you why. Okay, I, first of all, you got to call in, sit on hold. Then you get somebody on the phone who doesn't know what they're talking about. you got to explain the whole story. And then she was like, oh, well, it looks like, which which dentist did you go to? And I tell her, I'm like, they're in my network. We've been going to the same one. Oh, well, what address did you go to? What do you mean, what address? They just moved their office. I don't know their new address. They just moved their office like a month ago, but they're the same p- people. Ah, uh, that's why it got denied. They're not in your network anymore because they have a new office. What 
the hell? Are you serious? I lost it. I went off on the lady. I felt bad for her because she just customer service. But I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my entire life. So I might have to go deal with the dentist's office and be like, why would you say we're in network when we're not because you have a new address? Y'all need to get that figured out with the insurance company. And she and I go, OK, so if they make sure that the, the address is corrected with you, we're good. Oh, well, since it was at the time of service that they were out of network now, you're going to have to deal with the grievances department. OK, great. Give me the number for grievances. Is there an email I could send? Oh, no, you got to do snail mail. Wait, there's no <laughs> online form I could fill out? No email? No. No one I could talk to? No. Insurance is the biggest scam. It is a scam. In the United States. I am at the point now where I'm like, I'm just going to go into the dentist office because they offer these in-house plans where you pay them directly. I'm just going to do that. It's right. probably the same price, probably. if not cheaper. Let's do that. I'm going to do it because this is ridiculous. I think I have lost my mind. I'm so annoyed by it. And I'm sure the the medical insurance is the same dang way. way. Like, heaven forbid something happens to one of us. I'm going to think like, oh, we're covered. I pay over $1,500 a month for insurance. Right. Walk in there. Oh, no, sorry. You're out of network. Your doctor changed his address. Just from changing the address. What the heck? It's crazy. Who else is fed up? Does anybody else have some stories about insurance? Because this is nuts. Well, Monica said, OMG, Corey, you're still dealing with the dental insurance. Yes. It's annoying. Like I have all the time in the you, world you know to deal you with need? this. You know what you need? What? You need to visit to Disneyland. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Chris has been fiending for some Disney action. I, I just need to see the smiles on your faces. <laughs> You guys I love, love going to Disney. We just need a little Disney trip. I think so. It's so magical there. And I was a little jelly the other day because Monica went to Disney and I think she had the best time ever. It's always a magical time at Disneyland. We should go. We, we should, should go on go. Friday. What's, it's what's supposed it? to cool down this weekend, so maybe we can go. That would be fun. Friday after school is probably the best. Yes. Ooh. I think so, but I don't want to be stuck in no three-hour traffic like that one time. Man, but I haven't tested wearing shoes for a while. I don't know if I can wear oh, shoes all no. day. Oh, no. Oh, no. We can't go to Disneyland. Chris and his gout and that big baby toe. The gout toe. You're going to have to get a wheelchair if we go. <laughs> I'm not getting a wheelchair. I need to get the cherry tart that Tanya was talking about. Are you going to pick it up for me today? I ordered it online, and I still never went to go pick it up because you, you, up you were better. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up for you today. Okay, GNC, thank you. GNC, I got to go. Uh, Monica said, I'm still sick, so I can't go. Oh, How's it stop better, nobody girl. else over there? I bet you when you go to Disney, you'll just feel better instantly. You just walk in, you'll smell like that waffle cone smell down Main Street. But oh yeah, I'm home. Right? <laughs> I feel so much better. Just have some Dole Whip and a churro, you'll be good. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> it cures anything, right? It sure does. Oh my gosh. Well, Disney has been. Uh, I saw the other day that their stock prices have dropped. So I told Chris, we need to invest because I'm over here spending all this money. I need to hedge my bets. You know what? It 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 makes sense that Disney's like losing the stock price mm -hmm. because they're just doing un-Disney things, right? Like what? Like adding alcohol in all their restaurants. All of them? A lot of them. A lot you, of before them. Before you couldn't get alcohol at Disneyland. Right. Right? Then now it's like Star Wars. You can get Disneyland. Right. Some, uh, uh, Disneyland. You can get alcohol somewhere down there like in Star right. Wars land. Now they're adding it to more restaurants. Yeah, they are. I think there's like three or four new restaurants. We don't need drunkards at Disney. 
I mean, there's drunkards at California Adventure. And let me tell you, I, on several occasions, I've seen people getting taken away because they're so drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the, a hot Disney's mess. Disney's going to turn into Magic Mountain. <gasps> no. Yeah. It's happening. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about Forky. Oh, my goodness. I hope not. Forky asks a question. Oh, my goodness. Those things are so funny. They're hilarious. Well, I don't know. Do you think, do, what do you all think? Do you think it'll change the vibe at Disneyland? All the um, alcohol being added to the restaurants. Yeah, do you guys like alcohol at Disneyland, or do you think it should it should stay in California Adventure? It, you could walk to Downtown Disney if you really needed a drink, right? Right. You could just step out of the park for a little bit, go have a drink, and you could come back. Uh, I don't know. Well, there's going to be mimosas at Carni Carnation Cafe. There's going to be beer at the Riverbell Terrace Barbecue. I mean, sometimes these parents they just need a little break. They need a break for their kids. Like, I know there's been times where not too long ago when the kids were little, they would, there's this one time they fell asleep in the stroller both at the same time. And we went to go have lunch. And I think it was actually at the River Bell Terrace. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, a drink sounds so nice right now just to kind of unwind. Didn't have no alcohol there. I'm like, <laughs> this water's going to have to do. It's $10 water. $10 water. Uh, don't get me started on the <laughs> Well, $10 if you're going to compare, might as well give them a drink. They're going to be paying $10 for some bottled water. I mean, $20 for, for a watered-down drink. Watered-down drink. You know what's yes. funny? Speaking of drinks, I read that it's cheaper to buy Budweiser than it is to buy water. Oh, my gosh. Places. That's crazy. It's like Coors, huh? Tap the Rockies. Yeah, I mean, it's just because nobody's drinking Bud Light aye, anymore. Aye, Budweiser. Aye. Well, Monica said yes. She said the other day on Main Street, some man was wasted. Laugh out loud. He couldn't even stand. Oh, boy. Come on. That's not good. Kids don't need to see that. They don't need to see this. Come like, on. Yeah. It's I, not yeah, a good yeah. look. It is not a good look. Well, switching things up to switching, switching things switch up. Switch it up, girl. Switch it. <laughs> Let's switch it up, man. Uh, <laughs> things to real estate. What is the current state of the real estate market? You want to talk about that for us? It's an interesting time, people. <laughs> so I, I love this time of year because we're, we're going to start transitioning into the fall. Right. It's coming. And when that happens, the market slows down a little bit. Right. Right. Um, which we love, love, love for our buyers. Yes. Right? Because now they have, there's less buyers in the market. They're going to have a chance to get their offers accepted a little bit easier. They'll have a little bit of options, right? Yeah. Well, Maybe an, an option. No, it's not that they, they're not going to have more options. So the downside of this is that there's less inventory. Right. And we already have, you know, low inventory. But on the flip side of that coin is properties that didn't sell in the summer that are still hanging around on the market in October, November. Right. Those people get real desperate and they got to sell. They're ready to go. So they'll be having major price reductions. They'll probably pay your closing costs. That stuff's not here yet, but it's coming. Right. Right. That's coming up. And on the for sellers, you have to be the, the prettiest girl at the dance. <laughs> what does that mean? You got to pull out all stops. Right. You got to declutter. You, if you got, you know, you have some work you got to get done, some paint, maybe, maybe doing some staging. It's a time to do it in the fall. Like you can get away with not doing it in the spring, in the summer, because it's so busy. In the fall, you need to go that little extra mile. You need to put that little extra shine on your house. Right. Right. So if you want your house to still sell for top dollar, um, especially since there's not as much inventory, your house will shine if it looks good. It's yes. going to be like, you know, 
the headline. And if you've already been sitting on the market for so long and you didn't want to do that in the summer because you're like, oh, there's no inventory. Someone will want my house. Meanwhile, it's fallen out three times once you've gotten into escrow. Take some time to reevaluate your situation. Like, Maybe let's just put the house on hold, spruce it up a little. As we're going into fall, let's get ahead of that and sell your house before the winter comes. Right. Um, so we're starting to see a little bit of that. And rates right now are like in the seven, seven and a quarter, seven, seven and a quarter uh, for purchase. Cash refis, don't even think about a cash refi right now um, if you're worried about rate. Now, if you can get past, you know, the rate blinders, and just start looking at benefits. Here's what I mean by that, right? Most people that that are in 3% interest rates, they they cannot fathom the idea of ever getting out of that loan. Right. Right? But you just might have to. It might make sense. And let me explain. Don't kill me on this. You know, because most of those people are looking for a home equity line or a fixed second. Right. A lot of people already got a home equity line and a fixed second. Mm. A lot of the time that home equity line is adjustable. It's going right. up and up and up. Feds are meeting again September 20th. The writings on the wall, they're going to raise the rates another quarter percent. Wow. Right? So now, let's say if you find yourself in debt, right? You got a car that you that's maybe $800 a month, $600 a month, $600 or more. You got credit cards that you're paying 25% interest rate on because that's what a lot of these credit cards are. Jeez. Maybe you got fifteen grand in credit card debt, right? Um, st- student loans, whatnot. There's there's a lot of little things that, that, that creep up. By refinancing... Not doing a home equity line, but refinancing, getting out of your 3% rate to get into an 8% rate. Yeah, I said it. You might actually save $1,500 a month, $2,000 a month. You're going to get rid of that 25% rate on your credit card. Right. You got to think about a blended rate. Like what if you added all those, you put all those rates together, like what what would your true rate be? Right. You know, and you add that to your 3% already, you might be over eight already. Yeah. So, so you, people have to start looking at, you can't always ask, what's the rate? What's the rate? What's the rate? You got to start thinking about, are you going to be saving money? Right. Right. And is your need bigger than, than more important than the rate? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think what we're going to see next year, and this is a little forecast, we're going to see a lot more people getting out of these 3% rates. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to let them go because they have no choice. Right. And they're going to start doing debt consolidation. Because right now we're at all-time credit card debt in the United States. Wow. So what happens at some point, you you got to let go of that rate. Yes. And you got to start saving some money. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's where the rates are right now. Um, insurance challenges. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. We got down to the wire the other day on one of our listings, right, with insurance? Yes. So um, well, we're on this one, we're actually representing seller and buyer. Okay. And... The, the buyer could not get in insurance on the house. Wow. Right. So they had to go to, through a California fair plan, which we've talked about on the show plenty. I mm-hmm. think we're like the, some of the first people talking about this on, on camera, right? This year mm-hmm. that most of these insurance companies are, are getting, stepping out of the business in California. Mm-hmm. And, um, you're probably gonna have to go to California fair plan. So it didn't take weeks. Like I thought it was going to take, but something that would have took, you know, state farm, an hour to do, it did take two and a half days Okay, for the California fair plan. But we got the deal done, but it's more and more deals are tougher to do because of insurance. Right. Oh my goodness. So many hoops to jump through, right? It's why it's so important to work with somebody that knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Right. I mean, not only, not only do we 
know loans. We know real estate. We know um, what the market's doing. We have our, our, our ear to the ground on insurance. Like we know all the, we see all the challenges before you do. That's our job. And we help you get through all of them right away. So then it, it's a smooth escrow. Yes, for sure. Well, speaking of smooth escrows, Bradley officially closed this week. So congratulations to our sellers who are also our buyers and they're almost ready to close on their home. I think it's they're actually signing today. docs today. So very excited for that. And Northcliffe is coming soon. I know we talked about that a bit on the show uh, the last two weeks and that one, we're getting it ready. So very excited about that one. And we possibly have two new listings coming up in Arlita. That's a little bit that's a little farther down the line. Further that that will be yeah. in the fall, and it's actually three homes over there. Um, anyhow, we're just at the very beginning of working on that. Mm-hmm. We've got to get the sellers got to get all their ducks in a row because they're living in one of the houses, right? So um, they're going to be selling those houses and buying something up here in Stevenson Ranch. Awesome. Which which is going to be great. But you know, I, I want to talk about something because um, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I got to. So Chris has to get this off. I got to of get this chest. off my chest because I was thinking about this last night and this morning, and as a man, this is this this is about a real estate agent, right? Mm-hmm. So we made an offer on a house out in Simi Valley. And if the guy sees the show, I don't care. But um, <laughs> made an offer on a house in Simi Valley, and it was a, a listing agent from Santa Clarita. Uh-huh. I was so excited. I've never worked with the guy before, but I know he knows who I am. I know who he is, right? Decent, like, the, I never heard anything bad about the guy. Right. right? So I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Let's make it work, you know? So guy gives me all the information. There's three three offers on the house. Tells me exactly where I got to be on the offer so we can get our offer accepted, yeah. right? Because, oh, I want to work with you. You know, I don't want to work with these other two agents I don't know of. I know right. we haven't worked together, but we Let's know all the same people. Happen. Let's make yeah. it happen, blah, 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 right? So I get, I get the, our buyers to write the offer that that he wants us to write. Right. Right? So then I've, I follow up because I, I figured we'd be opening an escrow today. So I yeah. follow up with the guy last night. First, I call him. He doesn't pick up. So then I text him. I was like, hey, are we opening escrow tomorrow? And he goes, unfortunately, no. They went with another offer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what happened? You know? Um, I don't know. I, like, as I learned this from my grandmother. She taught me this when I was young. And and it it holds true today. It's one of the things I've actually, it's like a foundational piece for me. Um, a person, the, the one thing that somebody cannot take from you in this world is your word. Right. Your honor. Right. Mm-hmm. And a man that doesn't, ha- his word's no good. Is he even considered a man? Or a woman. Or a woman. Anyone, well, I'm a talking person. about this guy. I know. I'm talking about this guy. Right. And I'm like, wait, this guy, really? Like, you and just. The one thing is, is okay. Call, at least have the decency to call me and tell me, hey, you know, my sellers had a change of heart or give me an explanation behind it. Cause we just have been talking on the phone, going back and forth, like trying to make this deal happen. And you're going to send me a text message and then send me to voicemail when I call you. <laughs> like who does that? Right. You could call me to get my offer up, right. <laughs> to bring the price up on the offer, but you can't call me to tell me my offer didn't get accepted right. or give me an explanation of what, what happened. Like the, that common courtesy, you know? Yes. So yeah, yeah I'm a, I'm like an elephant over here. I got the steel trap. I'm, I'll never forget that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm, just, what, what, did, what did JT say? What does Justin Timberlake say? Which one? What goes around comes around. <laughs> I'm like, I which I one? I told you. He's, he's got a lot of He's got a lot quotes, of hits, so. right? He's I was like, of, which one? That's the one. Um, yeah. Super disappointed about it. 
Look, I, I get it. I, I work with so many agents and I understand when we don't get our offer accepted. Not a big deal. That's but, not a big deal. But don't tell me you're going to get my offer accepted and then ghost me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aye, aye, aye. Exactly. Well, luckily you have some amazing clients who said, you know what? This isn't meant to be. We're going to move on to the next one. Because right. not every client's like that. You know what? I look, So I looked up the dude because now I got a little bitter. I was a little bitter, so I looked up his stats for this year, and I'm right. like, he's not selling many houses anymore. He sold he sold hundreds of houses in his career, but he hasn't sold that many this year. I'm like, it's all downhill for this guy, <laughs> and it's and it's uh, because when you when you do things like this, right? People like me are going to remember. Yeah. You think I'm going to want to work with that guy when no. I get an offer from him? Because he's going to make an offer on one of my listings. You think I'm going to? I'm not going to want to work with that guy, and it's going to he's doing a disservice to his clients, not just not just to himself. Right. Um. Yeah. So, can you tell me a little upset by yeah, it? Yeah, well, Monica does have some um, fuel to add to the fire. She said, JT does say bye, bye, bye. I <laughs> 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 laugh out loud. Uh, now you know uh, not to take his word again. So. Yeah, not you know, not at all. Um, I, should be, I should be a little bit upset at myself that I even thought let, that. Let your guard down. Let my guard down and thought somebody would honor their. Because that's how I operate, right? I say something, I mean it. Right. Like, Why are you going to waste my time? I don't, I don't. Uh, I, I never back you know backtrack. I never go back on on my word. Right. My word is my word. Right. It's all I got. My word is bond. My word is bond. <laughs> it's all I got. So anyhow, I was I was a little hot about it. Um, we'll, we'll see what what happens. I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you that what's gonna happen. I could already see it because what's been happening in this market on the listing side, it's taking two or three buyers to close an escrow yes. now. Yes. Almost be- almost every escrow's fallen out once. Right. You know, so he better hope he picked that right offer. Because he comes back, I'll tell you this, we're reducing our price. Oh, yeah. You want to work with us? Not for the same price, buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> mm. I wouldn't even want to be in an escrow with him because if he's going to start off like that, nope. Oh, if I got the buyer's end of it, I mean, I'm in control. I'm good. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm good. Well, looking ahead to next week, we have Labor Day weekend coming up, y'all. What plans do you have? Are there any plans or traditions that you do for Labor Day? Tell us in the comments below. I'd love to hear about it. I think the weather's supposed to get better, so it's not going to be too hot. But I know a lot of people like to barbecue on the weekend, hang out with family. Is Chris going to do some burgers? Are you going to make some burgers? Are you going to eat them? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I could make you some some pink chicken. Uh, no. You know, I'm not I'm not a chicken guy, so I don't know how it's going to come out, but I could try. I know you didn't just say a, you're not a chicken guy. What have you been eating all the time? No, I, like I can't cook it. I, I don't. I don't grill chicken. When's the last time I grilled chicken? It's so easy. I've I've told you. I could show you. Okay. If you want to learn? I'll teach you. I can learn. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Um. So I, I think our producer's hungry because he's like, or Corey can bust out the fried rice again. <sighs> that so fried I, rice was bomb. I mean, I throw it down all the time. You do. What's for dinner? Um, what's for dinner tonight? I don't know. We got a lot of options. We just went to Costco, so we got everything in the kitchen. <laughs> went to Costco. Yeah. It's, I it's, know. Should go to Costco hungry. I don't know what we're going to do. Hmm. Something delicious. The kids, uh, Santino's been really wanting chicken a lot lately. Nola's yeah, like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tanya said, hopefully hanging out with you guys on Saturday. So family dinner Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Sunday, we have a sweet 16 for Mia. I'm so excited about that. I'm super excited for Mia, but I'm super sad for her parents. Because <laughs> I know how much those things cost. And it's just yeah. like, 
another wedding-like celebration. It's going to be so much fun. But yes, they are going to have like 200 people there. Oh, my God. I was talking to Violet. She was like, yeah, I told her, like, I'm putting buying a house on hold for you so you could have the sweet 16. Like, she better appreciate that. She will. She's a great kid. I know she will. She's, she's a amazing. Great kid. She's such a she's such a good girl. She's super sweet. She gets good grades. She's very active in baseball. So, you know, give her what she wants. Make her All happy right. for her sweet 16. I'm, I'm going to start planting seeds right now. <laughs> <laughs> about not doing a sweet 16 for Nola. Okay, just just save your time because it's still a long time I'm away. I'm planning right now like, oh, on your 16th birthday, we need to travel the world. We're going to take a European tour. Yeah, right. See if she wants to do that instead. She's going to all these parties. She's going to be like, daddy, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are invited, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great time. Oh, the, the kids are invited? I think so. No, there's no kids, girl. You need to find are a sitter. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. We don't have a sitter. We need to get a sitter. Who wants to watch our kids? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you need a sitter. No, for real? Yeah, there's no kids invited. You, you didn't read the the. Oh, the I have invite? to double check. Oh, my goodness. I'll double check and find out. Oh, boy. It says Vivi uh, Tanya said Vivian isn't having a sweet 16 party. There you go. Save your money, girl. <laughs> and Monica said, start saving for Nola's quinceanera. Laugh out loud. She could either have that or she could get married one day and have money for a wedding or money for a house. Oh, you got to do that too. You the wedding. Kids, you want a kids or you want to go to college, kid? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so funny. Uh, Tanya said she could watch the kids. Oh, I'll reach out to you, Tanya. Yeah, because we might need it. <laughs> yes, I'm going to find out. I thought they were invited. No. Oh, well. Well, uh, tomorrow we have the room parent PTA meeting. And guess what, y'all? I, at first, was not going to be a room parent for Santino's class. I got notified by all the other room parents that they were. And I told Santino, sorry, baby, they didn't pick me. He said, what? You need to ask them. You need to tell them you have to be a room parent. <laughs> he was, like, not having it that I wasn't going to be a room parent. And I... He loves it. Deep down inside, that made me feel really good. Like, wow, he really wants me to be a room parent. Okay, I got to go to fight for this. So, of course, I sent a nice email just saying, hey, if there's... Any extra room? I still want to be a room parent. And uh, I waited the whole weekend to find out Monday morning that, yes, they're going to allow me in. feel like I just got jumped into a gang. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't get left out uh, on a field trip. Oh, my God! You're the last mom to get in. I know. Remember, I didn't get to go on that field trip and I was a room parent. Was <laughs> you were up. so hot. You were so upset. That teacher, she knows. She knows what she was she doing. Was, she's so right now. She is the worst teacher our kids have ever had. <laughs> I, know, right? I mean, we haven't been through too many grades, so I hope, was so sad. Hopefully, it doesn't get worse, but for sure, she's the worst teacher. Oh my gosh! Yes. So hopefully, I get to go on the field trips. They're gonna be fun. So yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of duties set up for two room parents. Luckily, I have help in both rooms. That's great. It's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. I like I like doing that. You love it. And the kids are excited too. And then all the kid, all these other kids know you. They come up to you and they give you hugs at school. Yes, They're even like, at jujitsu. So little Liam, you know, he was in Nola's class. He doesn't even go to the school anymore. He's right. at Stevenson Ranch. He came up to me and gave me a hug. Hi, Mrs. Silva. I'm like, we miss you, Liam. Come back to Pico. <laughs> Makes me feel good. These kids uh, are so cute. That's cute. Yeah. And then guess what? I get some relaxation time tomorrow. I only get a facial. Is yes. it in the calendar? Where's my been, phone? It's been in the calendar for a month since my last one. I got plans tomorrow, I think. 
No, you do not. <laughs> your plans are you're staying home and you're watching the kids. That's what you're doing. I'm going to take them to the movies or something. There ain't nothing to watch. <laughs> yeah, what's up? It, oh, it's because of Strike. Yes. Yeah, because there has watch. been nothing to watch. No. They haven't wanted to watch anything at the theater at all. You guys should build some Legos. I know Chris loves Legos. I hate building Legos. <laughs> I like it. I've it's never fun. liked it. Uh, uh, maybe I'll do a puzzle while they do the Legos. Do a puzzle or play Five Alive with the kids. I mean, Santino loves to play basketball outside with you, but you hate getting bit up by the mosquitoes. I'm fine. I, I put on pants the other day. I had to. Yes. I put on some sweatpants. And then Nola likes to run around with the dog. You guys are going to have a blast when I get my facial. <sighs> curry pizza tomorrow. Oh. Yep, we're doing curry pizza. I've been Do wanting you? curry pizza for a while. You should just make pizza at home. I made, showed you how to make some bomb pizza. I want to make. I don't want to make nothing. <laughs> I just want it made. I want to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you? <laughs> well, Tanya said do some puzzles. Yeah. Well, girl, we don't do some puzzles. They're like 500 pieces, 1,000 pieces. I know, pieces. do a puzzle. They take like three, four days. I know. So, yeah, maybe we'll do a puzzle. We'll see. Yeah. You know what? I should just crack the whip and make them clean up that toy room. Well, I did start helping them organize it the other day. Who else has a crazy uh, toy room or their kids' bedroom is it a mess like hiding do you just stuff? let it go do you get to the point where you're just like whatever it is what it is because we kind of got to that point but i was like we need to clear off all of this we need to organize it is it organized it's just like an organized mess listen we started <laughs> it, have you seen it it okay. looks good in there I'm okay give, thank you it looks good but, but still, it's, like, it's it's a process it's not done I'm definitely sure, not sure done there's so much stuff they don't play with that is in that room that needs to be boxed up and given away. Possibly. Maybe I'll be doing that on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Okay. Just don't get a, get rid of anything Disney. I'm hanging on to it. Oh boy. You're worse <laughs> than the kids. It's like no, collect- no, no, no. Keep that. It's going to be Keep a collector's that. item. <laughs> Hold it on to it for 20 years. I know. I need that stuffy. Well, at least I don't have stuffies on the bed. That might be a little weird. <laughs> you better not. Don't get no ideas. There's no stuffies going in my bed. I didn't have them when I was little. I'm not going to have them now. Oh, come on. Little Mickey and Minnie. Oh, boy. I'm not that crazy. I would not do that. I don't, and I won't judge you if you do that. It's your prerogative. You want to have Mickey and Minnie on your bed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, everyone, that's going to be our show. Thank you again for hanging out with us here on R&R Relationships and Real Estate. Be sure to catch us here weekly on Facebook Live or watch the show on YouTube. You can listen anytime you want by downloading full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. We are your host, Corey and Chris Silva, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>